0: Welcome to Dominion Talks For Destiny Schneider again. I have another message that the Lord has laid on my heart to share with you today. And thank you for joining me once again to listen to that which I believe I have heard of him to share with you. And so today is really a question that is to bring forth a meditation, to bring forth an evaluation of that which we believe There is really from this place of belief that we are saying that which we believe. And so the question is, what do you say? What do you say? And even as we speak that, we think of certain verses that come about in our remembrance of Jesus asking Peter in Romans 8, Paul saying, what shall we say to all these adversities if God be for us? Who can be against us? What shall we say to all these things? Well, really, without an evaluation of that which we have anchored our life upon, we'll be saying a lot of things that would be amiss. That would not be in line with truth. Because we know the Word of God is truth. So anything that is outside of the Word of God, we can say is not truth. His word alone is truth. And when we are established on that solid rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, the word that the Father sent to us to bring forth reconciliation with He Himself, then we have a confidence to speak forth boldly, knowing we're speaking forth truth. And truth always, always trumps a lie. Truth is a light and brings forth an exposure of darkness and really chases away darkness. And so it is to great benefit to you and I to speak truth. It is of great advantage and an effectiveness that it can produce in our life of power when we do speak truth. Because truth is power. So let's go to Romans 8, where we'll start off and then trust the Holy Spirit to lead me through this talk. Romans eight thirty one. What then shall we say to these things if God is for us? Who can be against us? The one who did not spare his son, That together with the Son has given us everything. So we can now have a confidence beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is for us. Not only is God for us, but we know that now as Christians through our new spiritual birth, because we have believed the word that he has sent to us, we have become born again, brand new creations. And as a brand new creation, we have been given the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So that we can have this confidence as Paul continues further down in verse 34. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession. If His intercession is for us, what demonic incantation can be against us? If the living God, the greater one, lives in us, what lesser on the outside can bring forth an accusation against us? And so verse 37, we say, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Is that what you say today? Because if we are not persuaded by that which He has done for us, we'll topple, we'll waver, we'll not have a confidence in all circumstances, in all situations, in every manner of a moment that we find ourselves to speak for it boldly, to say for it, I am more than a conqueror. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor things to come. Don't dread the future. Nor things to come can overwhelm you. You are the conqueror. The one that has the overwhelming victory over things to come. Things present, nor things to come. Nor height, nor depth. Nor any other created thing. And all things are created. And so not any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Don't be too quick to parrot this. Nothing can separate you from the love of God means nothing would separate you from love that never fails. Nothing will separate you from this victory that you have in Him through the Son. For He has so loved us, He has given us His Son, that now that we have the Son, we have His life, we have His love that never fails. And so be confident to speak forth a proclamation of victory over your life and into your life because we are of the spirit of faith as David was of the spirit of faith. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4.13, a very familiar verse here. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written. Well, we just read some things that are written. What was written in this moment that Apostle Paul was referencing, that King David said, I believed, I believed, I didn't pretend to believe, I didn't fool around to show someone else I believe." I believed. I believed on the one whom God sent, the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that if God be for me, who can be against me? Having the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. You see, you always speak from that which you believe. Because out of the abundance of the heart, that which your heart has meditated upon, that which your heart is fully persuaded by, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we're not to be too quick to speak but we are to be quick to take inventory of that which we believe. In the privacy of our moments with God, in the prayer closet, that we can come to a solid belief. We can, through the meditation of the Word, grow up in faith so that we too can say boldly I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. So that which you say will bring forth a marking in the spirit world as to your persuasion. And so if you're persuaded by light, which his word is, (laughs) you're casting out shadows. They're bringing forth a turning of persuasion or a deceit that wants to turn your heart to another lower reality. But when you're fully persuaded by Christ who is our substance and our evidence, faith, then there is no audaciousness to our walk in the Spirit will bring forth a demarcation, a line of separation that we are of God and Satan has nothing on us. So what do you say today? Do not struggle with that which you believe, but go back to the persuasion that you had in the very beginning, the confidence that you had a spirited, if we go to Matthew 16, verse 13, you know where I'm going to go. Jesus coming into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? am he is the great I am. So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets, and none of those were truth. And so Jesus then turns to them as he's turning to us and says, But who do you say that I am? Who do you say that God is? Who do you say who Jesus is? Who do you say who the Holy Spirit is? The I am, three in one. What do you say to all these things in light of what you have said of Him? You see, when you answer truth, as to who he is to you, haha. Ha. you are silencing every circumstance that is denying his lordship in your life. Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And so we can, with full persuasion of faith and belief, And confidence and boldness say that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. You see, that which we say of him, comes through revelation. That which carries truth is led of His Spirit, the Spirit of truth. Because the Holy Spirit was given to us to lead us into truth. And so that which we say is not a parroting of what we have heard flesh and blood say, ha ha. But that which we say is because we have heard the Father. Say to us, this is my beloved son, I'm well pleased in him. His word is well pleasing to us and to him for us to follow. So that which we follow and we acknowledge as Lord, it really is what we'll follow. We'll always follow lordship. That which we acknowledge as Lord will give direction to our life. And when we acknowledge Him as Lord, when we acknowledge that the Word indeed is well-pleasing to us, we are in faith and that pleases our Heavenly Father. And so what you say today is not a flippant statement but is one of a depth of revelation that is based on what the Father has uttered to us through His Word. Through the unveiling of His Spirit to be able to walk out divine reality, to be a partaker of truth of divine nature so that we are the shining ones the light of this world, the living sons of the living God to bring forth a liberty to the captives. This morning, actually, he woke me up with this phrase. And the Lord spoke to me. What you have said of him, what we say of him as to who he is, Of what he has said of us in turn will determine what you and I say about our lives and who we truly are. I'll read it again. What you have said of him to have said of you will determine what you say about you and your life. The way you answer back his question, but who do you say that I am? And you acknowledge him as Lord, the next moment of acknowledgement is his word. Because the word of a king is not void of power. And so when you acknowledge Jesus as the Christ, the son of the living God, you're acknowledging the truth that he utters, that he truly is the word made flesh. And in turn, that would determine what you say about your own self and your life. About your own self and your life. Let's go. There is a beautiful verse. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, actually chapter 2, verse 13. For this reason, Paul writes, we also thank God without ceasing because when you received the word of God, when you acknowledge him as Lord and you received his word and the lordship of his word as the word of God, which you have heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of man, not as the word of flesh and blood, but as it is in truth the word of God. And that's what Peter did, he received truth through revelation as the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. And this is what we're after, the effectual working of his word in us as we believe. And that working of his word has a sound the sound of faith, that when we speak from this persuasion, every mountain moves and every name bows and submits to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have a perfect example I'm going to finish off with in Matthew chapter 8. The centurion that Jesus came about that looked and, and located Jesus and asked him, Asked him something so profound that what came out of Jesus, the word, is, he said, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel, regarding the centurion. So let's go to, to Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Now when Jesus had entered entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord he is lord lord my servant is lying at home paralyzed dreadfully tormented and jesus said to him i'll come and heal him now look at the persuasion of this centurion this heathen we can say gentile the centurion answered and said lord I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word. Only speak a word. Like the Lord spoke to me this morning, what you've said of him to have said of you will determine what you say about you and your life. And so obviously the centurion had a persuasion of who Jesus is. And had persuasion and confidence in that which Jesus says. So that he could say, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. And then here comes submission to authority. You see, when we know him as Lord, we submit to his ways. is a knowing that I submit to His authority. And when I submit to His authority, I have His authority to walk out. His Word. His Word. Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel, and I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. That's you and I. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way as, as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. And I'm going to finish with one last verse in James. In James, let's go to chapter 1, verse 21. What do you say? Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, receive with humility and submission the truth of His word, which is able to save your soul, that as you receive His word, that same hour salvation is, that same hour healing is, that same hour deliverance is. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. But today we make choices. We make choices to acknowledge Him as Lord. We make choices to say as He says, because we have received indeed with meekness the implanted Word of God, as in truth it is the Word of God and not the word of man. So go forth and proclaim truth into every moment that brings forth a wrong communication of captivity. Because we are of those that have been set free. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Glory be to God. Thank you for joining me one more time on Dominion Talks with Destiny Schneider. Be blessed.